The Hockey Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by our Patreon. Score exclusive perks and content available only to our patrons at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Patreon. everybody welcome to the hockey gambling podcast all the sports gambling podcast eric my name is talent jenkins joined with our host we got ryan flying ryan bobian gilbert and we got jolie the goalie bamoli Myers. gentlemen how the hell are we doing tonight i'm doing good it's still the uh, dead of the off season but it's the heat of the mlb trade rumor season fantastic time to be a baseball fan and uh, yeah, it's uh, we actually have some good hockey things to talk about now. We don't uh, make stuff up. So yeah, I'm excited for the show. I am also excited. Uh, finally, I shouldn't say finally. Uh, golf's been going well lately. You know, after hitting that stroke of 61 a few weeks ago at the John Deere, where you got the the Open, the best uh, major of them all. And uh, I had the little the little lefty, Brian Harmon, 175 to one. That was my biggest uh win ever i mean not in terms of money but in terms of the price i never hit up 175 to one before so that was fucking awesome it was great to see uh the dogs start winning these tournaments no more uh chalky shit good to see shuffler didn't even make a top 10 for the first time since like 21 um yeah yeah shout out to brian Harmon. he was also getting attacked by the british media after for his uh his uh quote-unquote barbaric uh hunting habits where um <laughs> did you guys see this article i wish no, i pulled it up beforehand but no nah, <laughs> you, you gotta look it up uh, i'm not gonna be able to find it right away but uh, basically the british were just like stunned and, and amazed that the uh brian Harmon was uh killing animals or whatever um because apparently what, just like a, hunting like that's it, it? is it yeah. like it's like endangered animals is it like is it like elephants no. or something like that like tuskers no he mentioned <laughs> a turkey a pig he's also a butcher so he, 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 and he eats the food and the British, the meanwhile, the British, meanwhile, they do fucking fox hunting where they like let the dogs chase the fox and terrorize <laughs> the poor creature. And yeah. that, that's British hunting. And, uh, but they got a problem with uh, American hunting for whatever reason. And they also implied that that he would do something weird with the with the cup. You know, you drink out of it, whatever. And it, it sounded like they were he was going to put like, I don't know, wolf blood in there or something and drink it. Fuck but, yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm going to drink the blood out of it. <laughs> Drain the blood out of my hunt into the cup or something, and then use it to make a nice little jus. What's wrong with yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, uh, shout out to Brian Harmon and uh, sticking by his guns. Um, Fuck yeah. Literally. Exactly. Like, uh, like, you know, you know what's? I'm sorry. You know what's terrible? Your hunting's absolutely horrible. Shouldn't be able to kill turkeys and boar, and shouldn't be able to eat that. But you know what's great? Just oppressing three quarters of the world and taking over <laughs> Africa. And, yeah, you know, British people. You know, we we get it. Hunting's absolutely horrible. But you know, just absolutely tarnating and raping and pillaging. You know, generations of the entire world for uh, about a good you know 100, 200, 300 years or so. That's totally normal. So, we're, oh, you British people, I understand what you're saying. Maybe you guys have a point. We are not generalizing. We're just, we're just we're just riffing here. No, we are. Fuck all you. <laughs> Fuck the British. Hey. Fuck the English. That's I'm total British. bullshit. Fuck you. Well, you know uh, you're not. You're American, buddy. So shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, sorry. Strafe zu Angriff, or whatever it goes. Uh, the old German <laughs> saying for uh, attack the island, attack the English. Um, but anyway. <laughs> 
So that was a nice win. That was a nice win. Good, good. To, uh, I finally love golf again. It, it, it's it's great. I, I bought a ticket to San Francisco. We're going to see a concert there. Got my hotel. Did all that after uh, Brian Harmon came through. And we're going to see some buddies from the Discord. So uh, nice to see you meet a couple buddies down there in um, San Francisco. So, yeah, been a good weekend and uh, plenty more to come. Hell yeah, man. Well, I'm doing good, too. You know, obviously, I had a bit of a tough go when it came to the Open. I think only had, like, one. Besides my matchups, I had, like, one bet came through for me, and that was Tom Kim, top Asian. Uh, Julie, I think you touched on the Discord. That kid's going to be a stud, so look out for him to break out in the next year or two. Um, You know what I do like? Speaking of the Discord, this is why the fucking hockey channel is absolutely 100 times better. We'll get into the show in a second here, but this is why it's absolutely better. You know, it's a good day if you're a fan of a certain team, uh, NFL team, based out of Los Angeles, okay? I'll tell you that. It's a beautiful day. The sun's shining. Uh, that's because your top dog, your top boy, one Justin fucking Herbert quarterback, signed a fucking five-year deal with $262.5 million, $52.5 million per year, making him the highest-paid player uh, in the NFL from a yearly salary point of view. He's $0.5 million over uh, Lamar Jackson. But I would just like to say this is why the Hockey Discord is better than every other fucking Discord that's along with the SGPN, uh, including the NFL, especially in this example. You know, uh, 8, 8.23 p.m., I posted a nice gift to my boy Justin Herbert. You know, just put, you know, 52.5 million times five. You know, equals 262.5 million, highest-paid player in the league, if only we had some defense. Trying to get some conversation going, addressing it. No comments whatsoever. You know what happens literally one hour later? Some fucking guy comes in and just puts a screenshot. Breaking news, Justin Herbert signed with the Chargers. The exact same fucking information. What the fuck is that? Hey, are we just posting shit or are we trying to talk? Like, we tried to have a car. And literally put it in there. And then one hour later, with zero responses, somebody else just takes a screenshot, doesn't look at the clear fucking gif above it of Justin Herbert and everything I wrote beneath it, and just fucking posted in. So that's why all these other fucking Discord channels, I'm so sick of this, whether it be NFL, MLB, fucking MMA. I, I don't go into a lot of these, so maybe I'm wrong, but... Fuck that. This is why you need conversations, and this is why the Hockey Channel is the best goddamn Discord channel in the SGPN. If you're listening to this and you don't like it, go back and look at that. That's when was this? Exactly. I'm trying to, I'm trying to find it. An hour it. ago. Go to the NFL channel right now. Oh, the NFL. I thought you meant the Hockey Channel. I thought no. you were calling out people in the Hockey Channel. No, I'm calling out the NFL channel. I have that muted. I don't even have it as an option. So It's it's bullshit, dude. It's like, fuck off. <laughs> I got to I gotta stick up for the MMA boys. Uh, the fight channel get, gets pretty wild on Saturday. So, That's uh, fair. Boys. There's always a fight going on, too. Like so They're always bashing each other <laughs> yeah. or whatever. It's, uh, it's always interesting there, especially because, uh, you know, those guys like to drink. So late Saturday nights, PPP especially, uh, it gets pretty crazy in there. Yeah. But, yeah, the, the NFL channel is the worst of the worst. We love Cal, our but how, how are your Chargers 28 to 1 to win to win it all? I feel like they're better than that or they've been better than that. Cuz our defense has fucking been absolutely terrible. We haven't been able to get a stop in 5 years, okay? So, right. but which is crazy cuz we have defensive talent, but we just can't stop the run. And so, I don't know. We'll get there, but either way, I like that number. Anyways, I had to vent a little bit there. I, that, that frustrated me when I saw that. So, whoever who I, I'm calling this motherfucker out. What's this guy's name? Sportive boy. Sport, yes. if, I don't know. Sports. I V O A I. Well, he doesn't know either. Twelve twenty three. Exactly. So fuck you, Sportivoya. <laughs> hashtag one two two three. You're a little bitch, and if you want to fucking do something, just let me know, baby. So fucking hell yeah. I'll tell you my address. I ain't scared. Anyways, I got your back, back Tally. I'll come up to Toronto. Thank you, right. If this guy lives in Philly, I'm expecting you to take I'll, care of some business. I'll, I'll fuck him up. Don't worry. Good man, buddy. Good man. 
Uh, all right, everybody go check out the SGPN website. Uh, that's the place to be. Tons of stuff going on in the world of sports. couple signings of the NFL. We got some news out of the NHL, which is awesome. Obviously, it's still the offseason. NBA, I'm sure there's stuff people talking about there. Uh, I don't know. Tennis isn't there. Uh, U.S. Open, is that coming up? Is that somewhere down the road here? Uh, not for another month. Okay, well, it'll be it'll be wrapping up, so that's cool. Uh, baseball, Ryan, anything going on in the world of baseball? Baseball, yeah. I'm going to trade that line. Shohei Otani, will he or won't he? Phillies, big walk-off win tonight. Yeah, b- big time for, for baseball fans. Uh, so I'll keep you guys updated. I'm sure you guys are on the edge of your seats. Of course, that's awesome. Uh, NASCAR, uh, MMA, apparently there's a fight every fucking night. That's pretty cool. Uh, F1. Anyways, you can find all the information, golf. Uh, the SGPN website, tons of stuff going on in the world of sports. Be sure to check it out. Read the articles. Lots of love goes into the articles, baby. Uh, and as well, be sure to check out the other shows. Everybody's absolutely killing it. A lot of love goes into these shows, man. Obviously, there's like the main show. There's all the other shows. There's our show. Be sure to check out Baseball Money is Fake with Ryan and Blake. Those guys kill it, too. Uh, you can find all the information at the SGPN website. And, of course, shout out to all of our friends and pals in the Discord. Not any other channel. Maybe MMA. But other than that, and the food channel fuck everybody else i'm mad right now hockey channel everybody in there you guys are a bunch of fucking awesome people uh so hell yeah fuck everybody else though shout out to all my friends and pals in the discord if you're trying to get in the discord you can reach out to myself or ryan on twitter i uh, should have put you in the right direction or the hgp twitter account or uh, carrier pigeons i was reading a little cool thing about them back in like world war one and shit so you can send a carrier pigeon over to a uh, joel myers old ass he was born in fucking you know 1890s so he's probably alive in 1910s anyways or whatever so he's probably used to carrier pigeons so if you fire one of those over to bc he'll get it and he'll fire it right back to you and that's how you get in the motherfucking discord baby where in the hockey discord we actually have conversations my old bird buddy used to have uh, the carrier pigeons and he sent them to alberta he had races and he actually won like uh, 10 grand, I think, as like 14 year old doing That's the races. That's insane. With those birds. Yeah. For, for some birds. reason, I think you've told us about this before. Like you had like some guy, you knew some guy who had like racing pigeons who just had to like release and come back. I got a few different stories, but uh, of course you would remember, but I don't, I don't think. <laughs> well, yeah, you wouldn't. Talent, talent wouldn't remember if I uh, said the story again in the next episode. <laughs> You Sorry, can say, wait, you can say it again next <laughs> next segment. And it'd be fun. But I, I think we should befriend some crows too. You get the, you feed the crows, the crows bring some bring some trinkets back to you. I feel like that's a it's a good uh good relationship there with a crow. Uh, but um, it's a crow gonna be me that I would want. It's gonna bring you like, some coins, some like some. <laughs> it, it's brought people like valuable buttons and coins before. It brings you like skulls of small valuable animals. buttons. You know who you know who appreciates the value of a good button? I, the <laughs> British. <laughs> <laughs> all right i also appreciate the value of a good five-star rating and review on apple make sure you leave us a new one yes catfish we read your new review already you can't change it again maybe i'll read it again but we want a new fresh review here if you're, if you're listening to this uh also spotify turn on auto downloads wherever you listen to your podcasts and uh, check out the sgp patreon do your part in the war against corporate gambling and sign up for the sgp patreon ton of exclusive content contests and merch just for our patrons plus a monthly SGP Stories podcast, an ad-free, uncensored show highlighting the best stories from decades of being DJs. There's even a Discord channel just for patrons. The Sports Government Podcast Patreon is a great way to score exclusive perks and support SGPN. SportsGovernmentPodcast.com slash Patreon. That's SportsGovernmentPodcast.com slash Patreon. I, I didn't know we could charge for just being uncensored and talking about being DJs like we do every show. Every show. I don't know we, we that, could charge listeners for that. Is that a thing? Oh, yeah. Can we the, can we charge by the word fuck? Well, uh, I'm not sure if we can do that, but you, but you can sign up to be a SGP, SGP patron and uh, support support the website. 
All right. You know who's not giving us a five-star rating or review? Sport Eviola. <laughs> Hashtag one, two, two, three. So fuck that guy. Um, all right. Anyways, we're going to get into it here. There's been a little bit of stuff to actually talk about around the NHL world, so that's pretty cool. Uh, some definite big news we're going to jump into. Gentlemen, we ready to rock and roll into some of this July news dumps here or what? Oh, yeah. All right. I want to take that. I shouldn't say a news dump because this is actually a really big thing that we're going to address right off the hop here. Uh, we're going to talk about arguably one of the best players in the NHL for maybe the past 20 years, for Christ's sakes. One very own Boston Bruins legend, Patrice Bergeron, hung up the skates today, absolutely officially. Uh, Patrice Bergeron was an unreal player for the Bruins. Obviously, he was the captain of the team. Um, he was drafted in the 2003 entry draft. He went second uh, in the second round, 45th overall to the Boston Bruins. Uh, Bergeron finished with a total of uh, 1,294 games played, 1,040 career points, 170 playoff games, 128 points played, or sorry, 128 points um multiple stanley cups along that line as well uh, i'm sure he has lots of you know what's he got looks here you know under 20 championship bergeron was a fucking player okay this guy's an absolute stud and what bergeron did was something pretty special man he focused on both sides of the games from offensively to defensively uh you know fucking th- this guy's an absolute stud i saw a tweet that i i saw earlier today and i just wanted to read it really quickly it was from Really quick, it's from Jeff O'Neill. I'm a big old dog guy, but it says, From Gretzky to McDavid, they force you to watch them because they're that good. Bergeron did the same in a different way. The perfect player. What a career. And that's fair. You know, I know you guys might chirp it because it's coming from my boy old dog or whatever, but I think that's absolutely what's awesome. From an offensive and, most importantly, a defensive point of view, Patrice Bergeron did it all for a fucking 20 years in the NHL, man. So for the people of Boston, you don't need to hear this, especially from me. You know how special it was. But I think we could all agree that Bergeron was a one hell of a player, man. And the fact that the Selkie should pretty much just be a, renamed to the Patrice Bergeron Award. So that, that guy's a fucking killer, man. Shout out to our boy Patrice Bergeron. Yeah, six-time Selkie winner. uh Four times he finished second, including to uh, Sean Couturier in 2020. Two third-place finishes. His Some of the best years of his career were, uh, were his age 20, 21 season. Had 73 points, 70 points. Topped out in 2018-19. But, yeah, he's just been uh, Mr. Consistent for, for, for the Bruins. They should rename the trophy after him, I, I think. Or I don't think they'd ever actually do that. But, like, may, name something after him. He's been incredible for them. He was great for them last season coming back on a very team-friendly deal to kind of get that last dance, and and they should have. They were one of the best regular season teams, uh, fell apart in the playoffs. But, yeah, Bergeron was just your prototypical hockey player. He went out there, he played every shift, he made the right plays seemingly every time, and he put the puck in the back of the net, and, and, and that's what you got to do. And, yeah, uh, the Bruins are going to be much worse, worse off without him. He has been my favorite player that's not in the Colorado Avalanche. For like a decade now, he plays the game the right way. He's a he's a humble, modest guy. Uh, yeah, of course, you mentioned the Selkies and all that. Uh, nobody does it better than him. Nobody in history, probably, uh, in the NHL, uh, winning the Selkie at that 37, 38 years old just just tells it all. I mean, he he got better as he aged, so he he could have played another one, but uh, you got to respect um, uh, how he prioritizes his time. He knows his body more than anyone. So, yeah, yeah, it's a really rough goal the way it ended to get an injury there with uh, two games left in Montreal, which which basically crippled him for the for the playoffs. But, he, you know, he's going to play anyway. This is a guy who um, what, he broke a lung or something and was playing through that. Uh, punctured uh, lung pr- in the playoffs. Punctured, yeah, yeah, yeah there's been a bunch of cases. 
So yeah, a true warrior, um, and he'll, he'll never, um, you know, let you know that he's he's not going to boast about it. Like uh, certain guys in other sports, even certain guys in this sport, increasingly. Um, but yeah, love the guy, love the player, and uh, the sport will be lesser off without him. Hundred percent, man. Yeah. I know we hate like the whole load management thing and players taking off, but he's like somebody that could take the whole season off if you wanted, come out of retirement like ten games before the playoffs, warm up a little bit, and come out and be like a second or third line center. That that's how good he was. He could come back and win the Salki again, but he's he's putting his health first, I guess. Maybe putting his family first. I'm not sure what, what the reasons are, but yeah, I mean he's he's incredible. Yeah, I don't think. He could do it. Don't get me wrong. You're right. Like 100%. If he really wanted to, he could do it. Is he going to go full Justin Williams? I don't think so. <laughs> um, but, you know, like you said, dude, this guy's a this guy's a stud. And, Joel, I think you said the game's, you know, less off without him. You know, like, we, we fucking uh, – this guy's an absolute – and it kills me as the least fan to say this because he's broken my heart multiple times. But uh, you got to have respect for a guy of his elk, man. So shout out to Patrice Bergeron. Uh, quick thought, quick little synopsis. Uh, boys, does this change your thoughts on the Boston Bruins coming up this year? Whether it be, you know, uh, cup odds, playoff odds, you know, total. Uh, does this does this kind of, uh, does this change any of that? I had never really thought about it before before today, and apparently their odds for the cup at least didn't change too much because some books were, were assuming he was going to retire. But looking at it more, I almost like the Bruins to miss the playoffs, but plus 235 I don't think is long enough. Uh, they still have Marcus, still have Swayman, still have good defense, still have good, you know, leadership and, and organizational leadership where they can, they can make the moves that they have to. But, I mean, they got Pasternak locked up now, 11.2 million. 35-year-old Marshan without without Bergeron, absolutely no center depth. Joel mentioned that before the show. Like, in the and the Atlantic Division is getting better. Toronto's going to make it. Tampa Bay, I think, could also fall off, but I think they're in there. And then obviously everyone's all about the Sens again. Buffalo, Detroit's getting better. So yeah, I feel like it, it's not quite long enough for me yet. But but plus 235 to to miss the playoffs. I guess it's probably only gonna, only going to get shorter. So if if you want to do it now, I would take it. But I'm I'm going to wait a bit and, and see what happens. Yeah, I should mention that I was wrong in terms of thinking Bergeron would come back, but that's because I thought the Bruins knew what they were doing. And uh, this makes their offseason a little bit more confusing, but it, it's still not over yet. There's still time. There's still guys out there. You never know. They could go up get Lindholm. That would be a, a, an ideal situation. Um, but, uh, yeah, I'm definitely not going to pick them to miss the playoffs. I mean, they had just had the best uh, – regular season history and even without Bergeron and Krejci and uh, Taylor Hall and Thomas Nosek too is, is a low-key big deal because um, he wins a lot of face-offs a great defensive center and, and now without Bergeron and Krejci it's uh it makes that center position even thinner so yeah if you if you if you look at the rest of the team it's it's still an elite team like all the, the wingers the defense the goalies they're still great they got a great coach behind the bench so yeah, it's still, it's still gonna be a strong team. So I'm not interested in, not interested in them missing the playoffs, especially considering I do think that they'll make something work. Uh, it's hard to believe that they'll go into the season with Charlie Coyle and Pavel Zakra as their one-two center down oh. in the middle. Um, so yeah, I do think that something will be done there. Maybe a trade. Maybe uh, they, they got Swayman. Swayman's an RFA still. That's true. Yes. Uh, yeah, and Allmark can uh, maintain the load. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, and they also have a lot of uh, defensive depth, too. So even if uh, they, they want to move from somebody there, uh, it's possible. So uh, we'll see what happens. I'm just in wait-and-see mode with the Bruins. But uh, as of this moment, yeah, it definitely looks makes the uh, the other teams more 
attractive in terms of their their divisional odds for sure. Cool, cool. And there'll definitely be some more news coming out of Boston. I believe next week we have uh, arbitration hearings for both uh, Swayman and Trent Frederick as well. So we'll be uh, we'll be eagerly waiting to see what happens there. Um, all right, speaking of arbitration, we're going to move down to our next point here. Uh, Toronto Maple Leafs and goaltender Ilya Samsonov went through with their arbitration case. Arbitrator ended up deeming the contract for Samsonov one year, obviously, for $3.55 million. I believe the Leafs are offering 2.9, Samsonov offering 4.9. Uh, Leafs brought, you know, brought back their goaltender. Samsonov expected to be the starter next year. Uh, most likely to see a tandem of him and Joseph Wool. Um, this is excluding anything that happens to Matt Murray. There is a buyout window opening. There's been talks that he's uh, currently injured, which would prohibit from him from being buying out or being able to be bought out. Uh, if that was the case, you'd expect to see him on LTIR, whether he's on there for the whole season or not. That could kind of lead to some problems. Uh, maybe it's all hearsay. They end up do buying him out. Maybe they sell an asset to move him. Uh, either way, you can expect to see Samsonov and Joseph Wool as the tandem in Toronto. And the fact that you can get your goaltending for, you know, what would that be, like $4.5 million per year between two goalies, that's okay. Um, but from a Samsonov point of view, man, this is a fair deal. I think this is what a lot of us expected to be. Obviously, we talked a little bit about it in the Discord. Uh, you know, that's how negotiations work, right? The, the player overshoots, the team undershoots, and you end up meeting in the middle. Exactly what happens here. Uh, fair number for Samsonov, though. Uh, personally, from a fan point of view, I won't be too crazy in this. Yes, I would have loved to see him have term. Uh, I think... You know, rather if Dubas had still been the GM, he probably would have gave him term. Would that number have been higher? Maybe a little bit. Probably not. Uh, that's a whole other conversation. But what I don't love is the optics. And this is just from any point of view. This isn't an elite point of view. You have a whole new GM coming into uh, coming into the situation. And you take a, a key component on your team, bring him to arbitration and say, hey, this is what I don't like about you. It's like, well, fuck, dude. I've never played for you before. So you got to remember, arbitration can be an ugly thing, man. Like uh, the ownership or the team's telling you, hey, this is why we think you suck and you should get paid less. And the players like, this is why I think, you know, I'm awesome and I should be paid more. So uh, hopefully this is all kind of water under the bridge. There's the narrative that Russian players, you know, are pretty easy to put the stuff under the rug, but uh, he's a person, man. So I don't know. I just hope he plays well. And $3.5 million doesn't break the bank, of course, but uh, obviously you would prefer to have term, but, uh, and to be fair, the Leafs said they didn't want to give him term. So I don't know. Either way, that's my little breakdown. Boys, what are your thoughts on this? Yeah, I think this is a pretty good breakdown there. I don't have much more to add. I think it's a fair deal for, for both sides. I mean, I could see Samson off maybe getting a bit bitter, but what the Leafs are going to say, okay, you had one decent good season with us, but, mm-hmm. you know, we have Joseph Wall signed for two more years. He could be the goal of the future. We have Matt Murray. Like, it's – and Sam, this is good for Samson off too. Like, he, if this is a pretty much a prove-it deal for him. Like, if he goes out there and puts up another 920 save percentage – Leafs win a round or two, maybe maybe go all the way. He's going to be due a big big payday, and I think three point three million is a decent number. I mean, that's what goalies around this around this time get. Gorgia, Vanacek both got three point four, so yeah, it's right there. Uh, the Leafs have to figure out what they're doing in net, and uh, yeah, Samsonov might be the answer. Wolf could be the answer. Matt Murray could be the answer. We don't know. I would have liked to see the extra year, but otherwise, pretty much agree with you guys. Um. Yeah, because that 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 it's that next year that's going to be uh, tricky with Nylander and Matthews coming up. Plus, the rest of this year is going to be a little tricky. Looking at their their cap situation, uh, even without the LTIR candidates mm-hmm. on the books, it's like six minus six point seven five over the cap. Talon, do you have any idea how you guys are going to? Yeah, that. so that's that's without the Murray contract on there. So if you do end up putting the Murray contract on LTIR or you get rid of it or whatever may happen, so that brings it down to like what, like half a mil or something like that. 
there's someone's gonna there's, I, something's gonna have to be made. Do you want to be on LTIR? Is he? But you know, what? if he's hurt, then yeah. If he's hurt to the point that you can't buy him out, then you kind of have to put him on LTIR, right? Like. Does that I, make sense? Hurt, though, no? I thought that I, I thought mean, he was fine. But people, that's just the that's just what I've heard come out of the camp, right? Like, we don't fucking know, bro. But if he's if that's the case and they can't buy him out, then you know, yeah, you're hurt, you know. Now, <laughs> the, what what? Well, that's it though, bro. Like if he if you can't buy him out because he's injured, then yeah, you have to start the season on LTIR. Obviously, the problem yeah. with that being, what if he gets cleared midway through the year? He has to come back. How are you gonna make that fit? You know, like so it, it's a problem, man. They're gonna have to address something, you know. And uh, from the top, we don't have to make this about the Leafs. I don't want to go crazy into it, but people are saying, you know, get rid of TJ Brody and shit. I saw I got this fucking this guy at work, man. He's fucking nuts. He's like, get rid of TJ Brody, bring in fucking Eric Carlson. It's like, what the fuck are we doing with Morgan Riley, Eric Carlson, and fucking John Klingberg all on the same team? You just have the the same fucking player. What TJ Brody brings is a defensive defenseman that you need. So if you were to get rid of like one of those guys, like you need to add a defensive defenseman if you're gonna be, you know, pointing at that position. So I don't know, a bit off tangent there, but uh, yeah, something's they're not done, right? They got to do something, man. It's too bad that. Um... Penguins already signed Jari. Otherwise, I'm sure Dubas would have uh, traded for Matt Murray, given you a couple he picks. Probably would have. Pick him up the books. Probably would have. 100%, bro. You never know. <laughs> so, I don't know. We'll see how it plays out then in the again, next nation, he probably man. Fucking ate, he, he probably fucking ate Shanahan enough to not give him any help at all anyway. So, maybe that wouldn't be a solution. Sound to lick his fucking asshole or something. <sighs> uh, all right. Uh, we're also brought to you by Underdog Fantasy, uh, NFL seasoned right around the corner. Underdog Pick'em is a great way to get down on a ton of NFL player props. It's available in a ton of markets, plus plenty of opportunities to win in their daily MLB contests. And, of course, make sure to enter Best Ball Mania 4, where first place gets $1 million. Head over to underdogfantasy.com and use promo code SGPN for 100% deposit bonus up to $100. That's underdogfantasy.com, promo code SGPN. All right, uh, we're going to keep it moving here. We did have another contract signing, one that we talked a little bit about last show, but obviously the deal has finally been in place. So we know the landing spot. One Tony D'Angelo, a.k.a. Ryan Gilbert's favorite defenseman in the NHL, borderline favorite player next to Claude Giroux, Tony D'Angelo. But Tony D'Angelo signed a one-year, $1.675 million contract with the Carolina Hurricanes, returning back to where he used to play. Uh, we talked a little bit about it last show, you know, the impact and the fact that Carolina knows the player, Carolina wants the player, and most important, that you know, Tony D'Angelo is still a serviceable player in the NHL. Um, I think this is a great signing. Jolie touched on it last show or a couple of shows ago, just saying that, like, hey, you know, as opposed to going out and breaking the bank for Carlson, why not bring in a guy like Tony D'Angelo? I think this is the perfect fit in Carolina, back in Carolina. Uh, Ryan, what do you think here, buddy? What's your what's up with your boy TDA? You happy? You sad? Are you sad to see him? You know, obviously he's bought out by Philadelphia. That's got to cut deep. I know how much you loved him. Oh yeah, I mean, first of all, it's it's just been frustrating having to take down my Flyers signed frame Tony D'Angelo jersey and putting up the Hurricanes one back up there. I've been a lot, I've been a lot of work here on the house, but yeah, a tidy bit of business here for the Hurricanes, unfortunately. Uh, yeah, he's going to be their, their third pair defenseman right now, according to Daily Faceoff, with Dmitry Orlov, which is a pretty fucking good third pair for any team, let alone the the Carolina Hurricanes, who have three or four good forward lines to roll as well. Yeah, Hurricanes just keep getting better and better. It is interesting that I feel like he got more money than he did before or, or something, but it doesn't matter when it's 1.2 versus 1.6 million. Yeah, just uh, D'Angelo said 
the way I got along with Rod is more than I got along with any other coach I played for in my career. And I feel like that's the thing. Brenda Moore can put everything aside and be like, okay, play good hockey, do what you're supposed to, be professional, and and it'll work out. Play third line minutes, be a second second power play guy, and he's gonna thrive once again in Carolina. Yeah, I said uh, everything in the last episode. Don't need to repeat myself too much here. Just um, yeah, he just provides a lot. Like a, he's a very poor man's version of Eric Carlson. But uh, when you're the Hurricanes, you don't need the full Eric Carlson. You got plenty of other weapons in house. Plus, uh, yeah, there's always the um, you know who's the top dogs? Brent Burns, Eric Carlson. We saw things fell apart in San Jose when they're both together. So you avoid that little uh, catastrophe potentially, and um, just just get a, a solid guy in Tony D'Angelo who uh, will will do what uh, Gosses Bear did last year, and um, probably a little better too. Like he, he was actually pretty good on that second power play unit two years ago for the Canes. So yeah, tidy business once again by the Hurricanes. Now, what do you think? What are the possible implications in the Carlson saga regarding this? You know, is like I guess Pittsburgh's got to be like the prime landing spot now. I know Duba showed some interest in him. Do you think that's going to be the go-to or what? I mean, Pittsburgh has to be the go-to. I was just about that. I was going to ask you guys. Like, apparently the Sharks are asking for a big haul for Carlson and not understanding that getting rid of that contact, getting rid of that of that contract is basically the yeah. the the benefit of trading him. They want like a a top pair return for him, which they're not going to get. I mean, they're in cap hell anyway for a few more years due to Vlasic is owed $7 million till 2026. Couture's a decent player, but he's owed $8 million till 27. Like, they have to get out of some of that money. Maybe they're hoping for the cap to go up and maybe another buyout for Carlson. But first, maybe they're hoping someone will be desperate enough to to pay up for him. And, and maybe they will, but uh, that's, that's a lot of money. And even being the reigning Norris Trophy winner shows how meaningless that is because yeah he was the best defenseman in hockey last season apparently but no one is willing to pick him up for four years at 11.5 million yeah the term man the term is such a kick in the pill and don't get me wrong like carlson's a good player obviously this year has been way better than the past couple of years you've seen him with san jose and this is something I'll, I'll preach again and again this guy in his prime was an absolute killer man but it's uh, it's the can you do it i, I hate to say can you do it again because he's such a great player he's he's like, aging well he, he's not a john yeah Clinton. Exactly. He's not a John Klingberg. But, but, man, there's something to be said for, like, hockey IQ, right? And this guy's up there amongst the best in the league when it comes to that. And, yes, your legs might go, you know, stuff like that, but that the IQ doesn't go. Is that still worth $11 million, you know? That's where we talked about last, last show, where, like, the, the Sharks are going to have to – they're going to – might have to bite a bit more than they want on the uh, the possible retention of this contract. Obviously, double retention is a thing as well. But to, to, to sit there and ask and expect to get uh, the bigger the haul that they're trying to get for this guy, like, I wouldn't be surprised if they – they just ended up having to sit on the contract for another fucking year and what happens happens man but right. i gotta i gotta fight back against some of that iq talk i mean if you got if you watch this guy play the puck out of his own zone yeah he makes a lot of great plays but a lot of risky play too and a lot of dumbass plays as well so uh yeah he's he's smart in the offensive zone but at his own zone in terms of uh marking his man and playing dumb shit passes uh he's not so smart and um i think i don't know yeah, I, I don't know where he's gonna go but uh, i hope he stays in san jose because he's fun as fuck to watch at uh 7 7 30 uh start <laughs> times here, especially yeah. when the uh against the canucks uh he's, he's uh, a lot of fun to watch if nothing else just bet the overs. Julie, that right? exactly. exactly. Well, that's a lot of overs last year. <laughs> I think it's worth mentioning with Carlson that the Sharks should be trying to trade him right now while his value is high. He had 101 yes. points last season in a full season. The previous won the three, Norris. Yeah, won the Norris. Previous three seasons, you know, 
COVID shortened, injury shortened, whatever. 158 games, 97 points. So like he's going to go back to being like a 40, 50 point player if he stays in San Jose. Maybe not. Maybe he'll play 25 no, minutes. He'll and, be more than and get their points. Will he? More than 50. More than 50 points, Ryan. If he plays a full season, but I don't know. I don't know if he's going to stay healthy for that. I guess he had in the previous enough. three years. Fair enough. The Sharks should um, be should be selling now while he's at the value he's at. Right strike now. while the iron's hot. You're yeah, right about exactly. that for sure. I agree 100%. And Joy, just from an IQ point of view, I just meant in general, bro. Nobody's trying to say Eric Carlson's like a great offensively minded defenseman, you know. But um, all right, uh, that pretty much wraps it up. We're gonna move down to our last and final point here. Uh, this is a little bit of an interesting, it's almost a tidbit. It's not even a point. It's just, you know, something that came out that kind of caught my eye. Maybe we'll discuss it a little bit. Um, out of the Edmonton Oilers camp, one Darnell Nurse. Uh, Darnell Nurse was on the Mitts Off podcast uh, the other day. Uh, I'm just reading this off Oilers Nation. So they ripped off uh, the podcast and I we're ripping off them. So fuck it. That's how this shit works. Uh, he had an interesting quote, though. A lot of it dived into his contract talks, his time in Edmonton so far. You know, uh, there was an interesting quote that he had. Uh, just said, I feel like I've been blamed for everything from the goal against the or from goals against to the traffic on Stony Plain. Uh, it's a busy street down there in Edmonton. And obviously, Darnell Nurse has taken a lot of heat over his t- past couple of years in Edmonton. Um, when he first arrived there, he's a hell of a player in his contract year, got a big deal. And I think that's part of the problem. Obviously, he signed a, a contract in August of 21 or 2021 that kicked in last year. He signed an eight year, $9.25 million deal. So he's locked in for the long haul. He's locked in for a hell of a lot of money. And quite frankly, Based on what we saw last year, he just hasn't technically played up to that level of contract, man. So, uh, Oilers fans, when I was reading the comments of these articles on Twitter and shit, or uh, are we calling it Twitter? Or are we calling it X, Ryan? What are we doing? We're calling it Twitter. X. We're calling it Twitter. Okay. Oilers fans on Twitter, in regards to this article that I, that I was looking at, they're like, well, maybe if you played fucking better than a $4 million defenseman or something, you know, when you're making 9.25 mil, we'd have a bit more appreciation for it. Um, Darnell Nurse. I like to think he's a good defenseman, but maybe he's just not anymore, bro. I I don't know. Am I out of my range for saying that? Like, is that is that crazy to say? Like, he has the talent to obviously be that, but I you just haven't really seen it in the past year and a half or so, no? No, I mean, I, mean, I, I agree. I, I think maybe just from an out... I mean, he was the seventh overall pick in 2013. From an outside perspective, maybe the Oilers were looking for him to kind of fill that hole left by a cleft bomb there, and they, they definitely overpaid him. I mean, they... But that's what happens to the defenseman. He got the Seth Jones got got the, got the contract a few weeks before him. Pretty much similar similar thing. Uh, Roman Yossi paid that much. Dougie Hamilton. So yeah, that's what top tier defensemen get paid. But I don't think he's a top tier defenseman. And I mean, he went on to say like he understands the pressures and no one expects more of himself than than himself. But yeah, the Oilers expected a lot more out of this guy. And I mean, good for him for you know realizing the the pressure of it and the expectations. But you can't blame him for signing the contract is what, what it comes down to. Yes, like exactly. Andrew, Andrew McDonald was a whipping boy for Flyers fans for a long time. He's a fine third pair defenseman, which is pretty much what he played. Second pair, third pair, some first pair. He was just way overpaid. People were like, oh, I hate him so much. Same thing with Ristolainen. If Ristolainen was paid two or three million instead of five million, he'd be great. Uh, a big physical defenseman. Fans would love him. It's just the team offered the player the contract. The, the player chose decided to sign it they're not gonna say no you know what i'm not worth that i don't want those expectations pay me less no take the money you can get and uh yeah uh darn uh, he he understands it this is what fans do fans go on twitter fans go on whatever and 
complain about the players that are out there the most for the goals. Obviously, there's someone like Carlson is on the ice for a lot of goals against. Nurse has probably been on the, on the ice for a lot of more mistakes than, than his fair share. And uh, yeah, it's one part. The, uh, that podcast is hosted by Luke Gadzik, good old uh, North York Toronto boy there, Talon. Hey, there you go. You know, yeah. good thing about North York. That's like uh, one of the Jewish areas up there. So some beautiful delis and bagels. You played for the or... North York Rangers in 2004, 2005. Was that a G or was that the fucking what they GTHL the, and GTHL? Yeah. yeah. A lot of players come out of that GTHL. Man. That's like Mitch Marner played all of his minor hockey and shit. It's a pretty good fucking mm-hmm. league. Yo. All right. Um, all right. Jolie, what are your thoughts here on Darnell Nurse, buddy? Oh, he sucks, man. Uh, ever since he's... <laughs> well, I'll tell him like it is. It, it's, it's, yeah. he's, he's no good ever since he signed the contract. Uh, of course, you can't blame him for taking money. Uh, it's just Ken Holland's fault. But, well, it's also Nurse's fault for not playing well because he hasn't been as good since he signed the contract. So you can definitely fault from that. And they're not just going on Twitter, these fans. And Edmonton, you know, there's a bar that that's right where the, the players walk down into the rink. They got to walk through the fans, so they let them but they let them hear it firsthand while they're in their uh, in their cups drinking the beers and uh, yelling at fucking guys like Cody Ceci and Darnell Nurse. So he's probably heard uh, quotes like this uh, in person. Um, but yeah, I don't also I also don't like the whining. Like just fucking enjoy your money and get over it. This is just uh, playing in a big market like Edmonton is. So yeah, it, it's a big nothing burger for me. Uh, um, He's uh, the athletic has him as the worst contract on the Oilers. And um, yeah, that's a Ken Holland team. So there's a, there's a few other contenders there. He's got to get by. Um, they also have him. He's, he's worth like a 7 million defenseman. So yeah, overpaid by more than 2 million. No good. And just remember one of the best contracts in the league, Kale McCarr getting paid less than this guy is. <laughs> All right. I, I got to ask this tongue in cheek and I'm not going to lie. I've been, I've been online. I've been taking a little bit of shit from Everton Oilers fans. Out of the fucking blue. I'm not even talking about Oilers. I'm just talking about standard Leaf stuff. And these fucking assholes just come in just being <laughs> dicks, right? I, it's like I talk about with Joel all the time. I don't hate Edmonton fans. Edmonton people hate us for some reason, but that's okay. But i got to ask you right now. Would you rather have Darnell Nurse for eight years at $9.25 million? Or would you rather have Morgan Riley at eight years for $7.5 million? What's the answer, gentlemen? Gotta go with the BC boy. Hell yeah. yeah. Hell yeah, you do. Good answer. Yeah, yeah. I like that. I mean, I wouldn't have said that in the middle of the season last year, but then he was like the best player for the playoffs in the playoffs. For no, the, but Darnell Nurse sucked, Totally redeemed himself. Yeah, I know. So I'm taking Riley. Yeah, so you would have said it last season, in the middle of last season, too. Yeah, It would have been harder. Nah, so I don't know. You, you, you know uh, Nurse was better than Riley <laughs> during the season, at least. Two, two different so players, though, right? Two different players, though. Like, Darnold Nurse brings... Yes, he has some offensive talent, too, but he brings that more of a physical edge as well. Morgan Riley is more like your typical, like, offensive puck-moving defenseman as well, right? So, yeah. yeah they're, well, they're both more offensive-minded. Yeah. I'd say. But Darnold Nurse is... That's the one thing about Nurse. He's tough as fucking nails. You got to give the guy that, at least, right? Sure, sure. Yeah, that's admirable. Great. All right, I just had to do that because all these fucking Oilers fans are pieces of shit. <laughs> um... All right, boys, that pretty much wraps it up. Nice little quick show here. Anything else we want to add or jump on to before we uh, wrap things up here or what? Uh, no, nothing pressing. No, nope, nothing crazy coming out of the Philadelphia camp that we all need to know, Ryan, or Claude Giroux's camp? I mean, hopefully Dan O'Brien does something else. I, 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 wanna, I want him to sign. I want him to do what the Blackhawks did. Sign, sign some veterans, trade them at the deadline, buy some draft picks. But, uh, our, I, thought our, our, say, I thought you were going to say draft Bedard. I was like, yeah, draft I think Bedard. you all <laughs> Yeah, let's, I'm going to... I'm. 
out of the Philadelphia camp, we are trying to create a time machine to go back into the draft lottery and uh, change the outcome. Although I'm very happy with with, with Mitchkov. I'm not going to complain. Oh, it sounds, sounds like you hate Mitchkov and that, you know, the Flyers fans just want to run him out of the town because he's not Bedard. Just like his, he's coach, like the Jack just like his coaches, apparently. His coaches hate him, too. That's why they want him over there for the next three years. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. I can't wait. Is, what, what is when is KHL start? I saw you posting about that in uh, September. September first. Okay. Preseason or you know regular season? Oh, regular season, bro. Preseason oh, starts in August. I cannot fuck it. Wait, you know what, I, dude? I still to this day, it's not even just the KHL. When it comes to like VHL and MHL, I fucking if I look and like you know you can have tabs open on your phone. I have like dating back to like two years ago, just random <laughs> Russian junior hockey prospects that I looked on their elite prospects. Like this fucking who's this guy's name? Fucking. RTM Koropanov, he's some goalie. Ivan Robertsov, he's like a centerman. We got Thomas Suzhensko, he's a goalie. Like, I got all these random guys, DB. Uh, Stasnilov, Yurilov, like, all these just random people that I just watched. Like, I'd watch these fucking MHL games, be like, yo, this number is 17, is fucking sick. And then track it down and figure out who this fucking kid was, right? Some 16-year-old Russian. So, I, don't know, I think I got a problem. But that's what I miss about watching this shit. For. Let's fucking go. And sports books. We pled this case last year. Smarten your fucking shit up and let us gamble on Russian hockey, you fucking losers, bro. Nobody cares about the war in Ukraine. Let us bet fucking Russian hockey. I want to put hundreds of dollars down on 16-year-olds, 17-year-olds playing fucking Nuvasklag fucking Russia, right? So fuck you. Stop trying to be heroes. You're a bunch of criminals at best anyways. Fucking you're no better than them. Just fucking let me gamble on Russian hockey, goddammit. Uh, I was just speaking of Russians. Uh, Nikolai Kovalenko will join the Avalanche uh, next end of next season, most likely. So that's oh, yeah. good after the KHL season. He's uh, under uh, Igor Larionov's team there. Who's that? Uh, is that a uh, locomotive? No, it's a uh, torpedo. Torpedo, right? Torpedo. Torpedo Mies. Hmm. Hell yeah. Yeah, I don't think they're very good. So if they don't make the playoffs, then Kovalenko should uh, join up in March, maybe. Hopefully. So that'll be fun to see uh, an Avalanche. Uh, draft pick other than the first round guys uh, actually make the team. It's been a while. If a team with sick, like, offensive talent, man, like, Vasily Kravstov used to light the fucking lamp there, like, they're just offensive-minded as shit, which is kind of cool. So, fun team to watch, but yeah, they probably won't make play. You wouldn't expect anything less from uh, Lariano's team. <laughs> yeah, exactly, right? Uh, all right, everybody go check out the Sports Gambling Podcast Eric website. That's the place to be. Tons of stuff going on the world of sports. Obviously, uh, well, hockey, fucking some news, which is cool cool basketball i'm sure people are waving guns on instagrams who fucking knows uh mlb yeah. you know brian Harmon is <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah fairly brian Harmon is in the golf world uh anyway tons of stuff going on in the world of sports you can find all that information at the sgpn website be sure to read the articles and listen to the other shows as well a lot of love goes into the articles as well as the shows i'm uh, sure to check out baseball money is fake with ryan and blake those guys are absolutely always killing it uh and shout out to all our friends and pals in the discord man love the discord it's always a good time everybody's having fun so that's always fucking sweet to see uh shout out the uh the uh, hockey gambling podcast fantasy football league we're gonna be firing up again this year fucking right so that'll be cool if you're interested in that just you know put your name in the discord we'll get all that fired up a little bit closer to the season i have my first fantasy draft in five days actually on saturday night so i'm pretty excited for that oh shit i just realized i got tickets to oppenheimer that night so that might be a problem Ooh. Ooh. Yep. See, I, it'll take up your whole night too or no 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 never mind along. never mind the drafts on sunday movies mm. on saturday we're okay um anyways shout out you're not seeing barbie i thought you were a barbie guy 
You saw, yeah. you saw, you saw Barbie this weekend. You saw Oppenheimer. I, I was going to say, I actually already saw it. I already saw it. So, you know, okay. yeah. It, it was good. Like 11 out of 10, you know. So, uh, that fucking Ryan Gosling sure something to write home about. So, uh, um, he's got nicer feet than Margaret Robbie, okay? Uh, is that weird? That's a weird. Yeah, I yeah that's weird. <laughs> um, Margot right. Margo Robbie. Margot? You said Margot. Like you said Margo. No, I said a, Margaret, 100%. Did you? Yeah. Yeah, my Mar- mom's middle Margaret's name is Margaret. Such an old so name. My mom's middle Sounds name is Margaret, bro. Fuck you. Uh, um, either way, we're off the rails here. Shout out to all our friends and pals in the Discord. If you want to get in the Discord, reach out to myself or Ryan on Twitter uh, or the HTTP Twitter account. Be sure to point you in the right direction. Or uh, just buy a Barbie and ship it to Joel. And you know, Joel likes Barbie, so he'll play with it a little bit. Maybe he'll send you one back. And on the Barbie he sends back, there'll be a little note. And that'll be how you get into the Discord, yo. Because, you know, Joel's a Joel's a Barbie Joel's a Barbie uh, no. boy living in a Barbie world. Yeah, you got to hope he opens it, though. I, I know Joel sometimes keeps them in the case because they're collectible items. Yeah. Joel, how many you guys? Well, Ryan's called me a pedophile last time. This time, Alan is insane. I made no such thing. I didn't know such thing. Uh, yeah. Just because you like Barbies doesn't make you a pedo. How, how did that uh, aquatics uh, meet go? Talon was asking about it, I thought. Oh, I couldn't find a fucking book that oh, will take no. my action. They didn't put any odds up. So, And it's a good thing, too, because you need fucking metal, the loser. But uh, when, the, when the Olympics kick in this time next year, um, when the races really matter, she'll 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 gold medal again. Uh, yeah, the Australian won. She set a world record. She took it back, but uh, you know, Summer's only 16 years old, right? So there's still lots of uh, lots of life in those legs. Yeah, hopefully, <laughs> hopefully, we get NHLers in the in the Olympics too. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, what she's got to do, Joe. She's got to start smoking more dope, bro. That's as simple as that. Uh, does that speed you up? It, uh, Michael, oh, you're we talking about Michael Phelps again, Phelps. right? 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 <laughs> Right? She's webbed yeah, feet. Yeah. She's got to start just smoking bong loads like a fucking champion, okay? It, it trains the lungs for swimming. Uh, not even. It just makes you more aerodynamic. <laughs> I don't know how that may... Uh, to be fair, I was a lot skinnier when I was smoking weed, so maybe there's something to it. I don't know. Um. Anyways, hell yeah. My name is Talon Jenkins. You, all right, Ryan, where can they find us and all that bullshit? Oh, uh, Hockey Gallon Podcast. You know what? I'm going to reread Catfish's review so he sees how dumb it sounds reading it again. Ooh. Five stars. Igdola Shandala. Poke check. You want to talk hockey? These guys talk hockey all year long. No other hockey given podcast bring you priceless content during the offseason like the HGP men do. We read that. Just- this says the HGP men. Bring back the guy who called out uh, talent swearing. Don't bring him back. Let's have him. Don't bring him write back. another review. <laughs> that guy has left four reviews and they're all just chirping me. <laughs> like, fuck this guy, bro. I've tried not to swear as much lately, too, man. So, and honestly. Those things made me sad. So don't if you're listening to this and you're that asshole, you know what? First of all, you made me sad. Second of all, go fuck yourself, you fucking piece of shit, loser ass bitch. You're a fuck. I don't give a shit about your kid. I hope your kid fucking jumps off a cliff or something, or you find him in the pool. Go fuck yourself, bud. Um. Anyways, my name uh, is Tyler. He's Jenkins. not a pedo. <laughs> what do you he mean? doesn't love kids. No, I, I'm not. Fuck your kids, bro. He just stole his kid to die. Yeah, I mean it. Cause fuck the. And you know what? You no, know, after his kid dies, you know who can join him? fucking him okay so anyways uh, my name is Talon Jenkins you can find me at twitter Talon underscore Jenkins 94 if this asshole has a problem with it why don't you message me directly instead of leaving us reviews you fucking loser I am Ryan Gilbert you can follow me on twitter at rgilbertsop I'm Joel Meyer you'll find me recommending the United States to beat the Netherlands tomorrow in the Women's World Cup uh, I think it's on at a reasonable time 9-10 I believe 
Is that still Eastern. on? Yeah, yeah. So that's uh, prime it, it, time. So it just started. Know. What do you mean? Is it still on? I don't know. Yeah, it's only the second the game. Bowl. It's not one one day. <laughs> We've been talking about it for two weeks. I feel like uh, one week, and it's still gonna be on for another three. Okay, so not get used like to it. Just... Anyway, anything less than minus one fifty, that's a good bet. Americans are better team. <laughs> Dutch are injured, and uh, yeah, go USA. Hey. Canada in it? Are we are we a thing? Yeah, they fucking they, they keep can't even score against Nigeria. Remember? Because we because we got no money, bro. It's because the, the Canadian money for soccer. Oh, it's because our best not... player is like forty years old and she missed a fucking penalty. Oh, that mm. sucks. <laughs> All right, have a good day, everybody. Well, well, I was gonna oh, I was gonna put a new tag lab. My girl had me work on a new tag lab. What was it? Thanks for hanging out. <laughs> <laughs> Peace. <laughs>